Welcome to Building Innovative Leaders Podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you're interested in developing your business and leadership while gaining a long-term competitive advantage in life and business, then welcome. You're in the right place. We're here to answer this question. How are entrepreneurs and high-performing leaders just like us who aren't looking for the easy way out or the tactic of the day and are willing to put in the work, who are using our own resources and capital, how do we build businesses and lead teams in a way that lets us strategically leverage innovation and scalable business foundations to remain agile, to get our innovative solutions out to the world, and yet still remain profitable and make an impact? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. I'm Kate Abelard. Let's get started. Hello, Innovative Leaders, and welcome to the Building Innovative Leaders podcast. Today, you're listening to Episode 1, aptly named Innovation Domination in 1, 2, 3. Today, I'm going to be talking about how I got started and the shifts that I realized was fundamental and necessary in order to create innovative and competitively positioned businesses for entrepreneurs. I also realize and respect the time that you've taken out of your day in order to listen to this podcast. So if you listen on to the end, there's going to be three actual insights that I'm going to be giving you that can be strategized, implemented, measured, refined in order to get the results that create unimaginable success. Yes, you heard that right. I said unimaginable success. That is not an overpromise. I will overdeliver. I promise you that. <laughs> so let's start off with how I started out and then let's move into the realization. So when I was in college, I was frustrated with only learning from a book because I really wasn't getting the real world application of strategies, tactics, implementation, and the iterations that I knew actually were getting the results if we were just reading a book. I was also only getting one discipline. I knew from my life experience already, although obviously it was limited at that age because, you know, in our late teens, early 20s, we think we know everything. (laughs) I'm sure I'm not alone. But I just knew that this wasn't going to actually help improve the lives of entrepreneurs or help them make the impact that they wanted to achieve. I needed to have a multidisciplinary approach to business. So I did what every parent loves to hear is I pivoted my educational experience and I sought out mentorship from entrepreneurs and other business owners from a multitude of industries and very, very importantly, from different stages of growth in their own business, their companies, and their personal life. I offered to be their assistant for free. My goal was just to get in with them to understand what they were doing. So I gave them a certain amount of hours per week. And I said, look, I will do anything that you need me to do. I will drive you to meetings. I will take all your notes. I will run your calendar. I will, whatever it is, I just don't want to be running coffee. But I will categorize whatever you need me to do. I'll be your right-hand person. So that way, I just really wanted to learn what their day-to-day was like. What, What do they do to create the successes? And more importantly, how do they overcome these challenges? I didn't want just the cliff notes of success. I wanted to understand all the little iterations that it took to get there. I was really, really persistent, and I had started to become a pretty good negotiator, so it happened that I got right to work. Um, I'm somebody that's very analytical, and I'm a deep thinker. I like to see how things connect, how they relate, how they can be better utilized. My mind just works that way naturally. It just always has. So I immediately started observing. I asked open-ended questions, and I provided value right away. The entrepreneurs that I was working with immediately continued to broaden our relationship. 
and we kind of just started throwing ideas back and forth as I worked with each of them individually. And then I really started connecting the bigger picture. With some of them, I would start to suggest, well, hey, I see that you're trying to expand into this industry or this vertical. What about if you utilize some of your resources here, and then we can do a collaboration with this business, and we can really help us out, and we'll just pay them a percentage of the profit. I just started thinking out of the box, and they were loving it, and we were creating this great mutually beneficial relationship where they got some new inspiring ideas, and I got to see the inside of all these different industries and how they leveraged all these different aspects of their business. So it really taught me about the real world of business, how entrepreneurs operate, how it doesn't matter the resources that you're given. What matters is how resourceful you are and how you leverage it to collectively create impact. It was, it just set up my mind for this massive success. I was just on this journey moving forward from that point, And I knew that I was going to be helping other entrepreneurs create the success. I was really ready to become an entrepreneur myself and I wanted to make an impact. So I started to hone in on some of the frustrations that they were also dealing with because I knew eventually I'd, I'd be hitting those and other entrepreneurs that I worked with were going to be hitting some frustration and some roadblocks also. So I saw that based on different industries and stages that they were in in their business journey, they needed to do a few things. They needed to develop really effective and top performing teams. And what they felt personally was they were always strapped for time because they didn't hone in yet on how to leverage find the leverage in their business, and find the leverage for themselves. And as a business, as an organization, whenever they got the competitive advantage, it seemed to be over too quickly. Like it was just easily replicated. So I knew that it took a multidisciplinary approach to really understand all the different areas that to leverage simultaneously to get lasting results. When you do that, I knew that it'd be harder for those competitors to replicate what they were doing or what we were doing collectively because there would be too many points to analyze and can maintain a competitive edge for longer. That's when I realized that the shift I needed to make to help my mentors. Successfully growing systematically and pouring and refining solid foundations to begin with so that way when we're ready to scale and continue to, to scale like they were doing, the next level, they were able to go back and kind of refine those solid foundations. So as they transitioned, they were able to have stability as they built on top of them. And using that approach to business and then adding in innovative leverage points is the exact combination that together exponentially grew their businesses. It makes that business the solution in the market. And it builds them out as top competitors in the industry, not just in the niche anymore. It was absolutely phenomenal. I was really adamant that there was a better way to continue to build these businesses of the entrepreneurs I was being mentored by. I learned from all their frustrations, seeing all the moving parts, and having siloed skill sets were detrimental to their business's growth. And it was frustrating them because they weren't able to leverage their time or create that freedom or have the impact that they set out on this entire entrepreneurial journey to have. We are all those big dreamers. We are all those big solvers. We all want that impact as entrepreneurs. It was also a constant battle of the new tactic, right? Everyone's implementing them, being easily replicatable, and it wasn't a long-term competitive solution. So they were always trying to make up that share. We needed an integrated approach to work on the business. And more importantly, to give them that freedom and their leverage in their own business and in their time, we needed to train their teams to be able to have a multidisciplinary skill set 
to work simultaneously on and in the business. So they could work with the entrepreneur on the business, but then they can create the tactile things that need to be done and in the weeds approach that moves that business forward. So here's what we did. We broke this down, right? Because at first it seems like this is a really big task. So I knew that we had to break it down into core areas in which we can strategize on, implement, measure, refine, and, and, and get those results, results, dial them in. And then I knew that in order to scale this, we really needed to systemize this and be able to replicate results and delivery. So I'm going to go over the three steps, as I promised you before, innovation, domination, and one, two, three. <laughs> and by the end of this, you will see that I did not overpromise. but hopefully you feel that I over-delivered because that is my whole goal here. Um, okay, so step one, what I went through with them was I needed to build systematic foundations to scale a business, including resources, uh, skills, systems, teams, right, etc. Because sometimes they were missing just in different, different organizations, different entrepreneurs have different skill sets that they are in their genius zone on and others don't. So as entrepreneurs, we focus on profits and then scale what's needed in the moment. There wasn't always that training on the 360-degree skill set necessary to run a thriving, successful, long-term business. At times, it kind of felt like duct tape together. You could feel it. I, I would hear them say things like, I'm stuck, or uh, we're stagnant, or we're losing market share. And other times, they were just replicating what they saw or what they were trying to do that their competitors were doing. And they weren't really streamlining and optimizing for their situation because they didn't know what was the leverage. They didn't know how to do it. This worked to get them where they were, but now they're successfully stuck. So we needed to assess what they had skipped over in the process and then refine the existing foundations so they could scale to the next level on solid foundations, keeping their growth agile and stable. This was step one of creating an unshakable foundation. So once we started getting that squared away, I knew that the second way, I, the second area I was going to have them focus in was understanding the different leverage points in a business. So you have to understand the 360 degree view of a successful business, but you also have to have a team that's integrated in that viewpoint, right? It's it's like taking Renaissance thinking, like how the, the great artists and whatnot, and, and they, would dis, they would study multiple disciplines and, and come out with these masterpieces, right? They were untouchable, right? And so now we had to take that exact mindset and bring it to their team. When we started this process, it was a very collaborative approach. We continued to talk about it as, let's raise the collective genius of the room. We had them driving towards directives. We read them in from bottom all the way up. Everybody in the organization was read in on what we're trying to do, what we're achieving, and it gave them a purpose. It gave them something to drive forward together. They were driving towards those directives together. They had a 30,000-foot macro view, and then we also gave them the micro view of the in-the-weeds, so to speak, uh, of the day-to-day tasks that were necessary. And they were able to understand their role in the bigger picture, how they could leverage it and how they can collaborate with other team members and use their skill set to further the results of the directive. They became a truly integrated and innovative team members. 
they became leaders. They, they took responsibility. They took initiative. It was, it was amazing. They were really passionate, just as I am, as you can see. And they were really driven employees and they were driven team members. They were, they had a purpose and they knew they were making an impact. They automatically started driving towards top performance and then wanting it, craving it, and then doing the refinements to themselves and working on themselves as self-development as we were teaching them the skills in, in their business development. And because of that, we were attracting other top performers. So as we needed to grow the team, we had readily available resources that were willing and excited to come and join. They knew what leverage points existed at each foundation and what they were going to scale to and how they were able to use the existing leverage points in the organizations that could be used to increase market share and profits. This approach to Renaissance thinking to 360 degree view of uh, integrated and innovative thinking, it made them untouchable. So we went and we built an unshakable foundation and then we followed it up with an untouchable team and untouchable results and increased market share and profits. And then I knew the third area that we needed to really focus on to hone it all in and to really leverage it and make it exponential results was how to approach bringing the innovative and valuable solutions to the market beyond just products, right? Because that's, that is where you have the lasting competitive advantage when you use multiple things that you can multiply together, right? If you're not just adding, right, by adding um, a tactic or... Um, a refinement or like something for a product or a service, you're multiplying it when you put them all together, when you multiply, when you multiply the strategy, the tactics, the innovation, the 360 degree view, you're now multiplying and you're getting exponential results. So when we started doing that, we combined the different type of leverage that exists from a 360 degree holistic view of the business, meaning it can be marketing, sales, advertising, customer engagement, customer experience, really important, product or service development, systems and the stru structure that exists to support that business, the networks and collaborations that we can do. And then we added it to the different type of innovation practices that we could use. We've generated exponential return, and we avoided easily being copied, which now allowed the entrepreneur to have this major shift. It allowed them to have leverage in their time and their team. They were no longer playing catch-up. They were no longer just one step ahead. They had all this runway between them and their competitors in which they had to make up, if their competitors wanted to compete, they had to make up sizable distance. So it allowed them to have this mindset shift where it went from, how does my team get me ahead? Then we progressed them to, how, does my, how do I get my team further ahead? Then we went to, how do we get others ahead? And then we hit the ultimate, how do we help others and make a lasting impact? That's what we as entrepreneurs want to do. That's what we as innovative leaders want to do. We want to get to that point. But to get there, we needed this like three areas to set a strong foundation in which we were able to leverage the businesses to get there. So we went from the, we went and shifted into impact and freedom that the entrepreneur set it out to achieve. And then we went from when we started with the short term results, we turned it into a competitive advantage to long-term. 
which gave them the ability to remain agile and continually and sustainably scale. Their competitors just couldn't figure it out. They just left them behind. That's when we created unimaginable success. So we went from area one, where we did solid foundations, keeping the growth agile and stable, creating an unshakable foundation. And then we went to step two, where we worked with their team and created a 360 degree skill set and really gave them the renaissance thinking and, and involved them and created drive and directive and purpose where they were able to increase market share and profits because they understood leverage, which made them untouchable. And then the third area that we worked on was where we gave the competitive advantage and we switched it from short-term to long-term and gave them the ability to remain agile and continually sustainably scale by having a 360-degree view of business and understanding the different innovative letters that they can push and pull. And that gave them the unimaginable success. So that is innovation domination in one, two, three that we created uh, just by looking and observing what was going on and, and seeing how we can look outside the industry and look outside the organization and really give them lasting results. That's when we prove that that integrative and innovative leadership system and frameworks really work. I've been using it with other entrepreneurs now for almost 15 years. And I've had the pleasure of working alongside them and their teams, creating, building, collaborating as innovative leaders. So if you're wondering how you can get unstuck, scale a business strategically, or bring innovative solutions to the market, or stand out as an industry leader, or maybe, I don't know if you all like a pinky and the brain reference, but we do here. (laughs) It's like innovation, world domination. You just heard my 360 degree approach to do just that. So thank you guys so much for tuning in today for episode one of the Building Innovative Leaders podcast. I'm so happy that you were able to make it and I appreciate the time that you took. Until next time, innovative leaders, see you on the next episode.